Hey guys, do we have D&D tonight? No! <laughs> yes! What night is it? Is it time for D&D tonight? What night do we usually have D&D tonight on? No, because it's a Wednesday! It's Wednesday night! It's time for D&D! No, it's not! It's normally Tuesdays! <laughs> She's right, it's normally Tuesdays! And who is that lovely voice that I hear? Hi, I'm Ghost Slinger. I exist. <laughs> She does, in fact, exist. She is here right now, and she probably will continue to exist throughout the episode. Who's that sitting next to you? I am a Sharis. I exist. <laughs> and As well. And guess what? After three false starts and verifying that everyone is present, Merlin is just now walking back into the room. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Merlin, the magician, with all kinds of powers and ghostly Elixirs that I'm going to, that I've been mixing up for the potions mm. of death. And we usually call him dad. <laughs> well, that's everyone. Except for our special guest. Yeah, that was the joke, but he's not paying any attention. Uh, Brandon Branderson, very, very quickly trying to level the character up because I was confused on what level we were. <laughs> oh my god! For those listening, that is Asharis finding the fourth potato skin french fry in her french fries. And this is a huge deal. You don't understand how terrible this is to find a potato in potatoes. Right. Thank you, Jerry. When people start listening to this, they will also complain. About the potato skin french fries. Yes. What about the Jerry's? Say that in the comments. (laughs) Down in the comments. Tell us how much. Now we're a YouTube show. Oh, yay. We don't have comments? Let's start off how we always do. Experience points. Everybody gets 100 experience. Oh, hooray. Brandon gets 100 experience points. (laughs) Woo. Brandon gets 100 experience for walking into the room. You know what? I'm also going to give you inspiration for making me mad last week. Because you might actually use it in the course of the show. I always forget. Yeah, we never use it. We yeah, have it. Don't use it. Brandon starts with inspiration because he's inspiring. <laughs> because really? you want someone to use it. <laughs> oh my god, the other two. We have one more piece of news before we get started. That piece of news is this being episode 41, we have been playing for just over one year. We started in May of last year, and it is now June, so we are on 13 months and 41 episodes. Yay, us! Excuse me. Excuse me. This is 42. He's right! It's 42. It's probably closer to 40. There's been a few lost episodes. But, whatever. Anniversary! So, yay us. Happy anniversary, everyone. Two special guest stars and 42 episodes later. And the day's date is? Today is the 20th of June. A Wednesday. Not our usual Tuesday. The 20th of June also marks nine years of one of my favorite web series. One Monster Comic-Con! Accurate! (laughs) So what is our points? 13, 2, 13 45. 2, 45 is what I got. I wish I could put that on there, but I'm eating. Eating okay. and I'm uh, yawning. And I don't, I don't think I'm going to edit that one out. I'm going to leave that burp in there. That's too good. <laughs> Please do. <laughs>
It shows my personality. Your personality determines that you digested food and made a burp. I gave her some pickles. She she does they, love the pickles. At least that personality. <laughs> All right. Does anyone remember where we left off last time? I think it would be fun to make Brandon Branderson guess about what happened in the beginning of the episode before he came in. <laughs> but uh, since we're not going to do that, um, how about how about Asharis? You tell us what happened last week. You might remember some of it. Oh, I only remember that we met Brandon Branderson. And we were headed off. Wait, we were looking for the Horcruxes. We rescued Merlin from the jail, from the doom of prison. Yes, you started off with Merlin in jail. Yes, we rescued Merlin. Yeah. Or maybe he rescued himself, really. Didn't he? No? You don't like that? We did the work. We were there to rescue him if he didn't rescue himself. How about that? He, he didn't. We were plan B in case of. So. No, we were plan A. <laughs> Anyway, at least I rescued Merlin from jail, and then we were talking to the king. We needed to go down to stop the monsters and find the Horcrux, which will always be a Horcrux, apparently. Because I can't remember what it's called. Never. Pretty well sums it up. Amulet. They're magical artifacts, Mom. Artifacts, but I like that it's a Horcrux. Is it a Horcrux, though? Who have you met that has a Horcrux? Like, I mean, technically there's a person in a Horcrux, right? Is that how those work? No. A Horcrux is a piece of the soul of, of the person who wants to live forever. Yeah, whose who's soul? Dabuza has split his soul into Horcruxes to... Then he would have no nose! Does Zabuza have a nose? Zabuza mm-hmm. has a nose. I didn't know that making... Yeah, Derek. I didn't know that splitting... Happened. That's why he didn't have a nose, because of the Horcruxes. That's not why. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is it's not. not. Anyway. I'm pretty sure that's why he didn't have a nose. <laughs> I'm not pretty sure. So, anyway, Zabuza has split his power into the Horcruxes, which are now scattered about the land, and we have to find them and destroy them. Otherwise, he takes over the world! Now, really, the Dark like realm... What's it called? The Shadowfell. The Shadowfell takes over. Yes. Which Zabuza is king of! No, he's not. I figured it out already. <laughs> is he? Probably not. Yes! I think that's accurate. Nah. There, I just summed it up for you, Brandon Branderson. <laughs> it all makes sense to me. I don't know. <laughs> definitely. Uh, but. <laughs> that is definitely how this has worked. All right, fine. Then they're just amulets of, of evilness. I, I like your theory. That's, that's good. It's good theory. Good. Yeah. When people, people are going to be on your side, and th- this is going to be in on the History Channel on... Inside aliens or whatever, and they're going to be talking yep. about your theory about who controls mm-hmm. the Shadowfell. Yep. Wow. You just wait and see. Oh, and also. I control nothing. Also, one minor note: Lady Rowling, Rowling, Lady Rowling. If you would be so kind as to not send your lawyers after us for cease and desist on the use of a word that you made up. I don't think she made up Horcrux. Did I don't she? know that that's a trademark term. Well, if you do. Please don't sue us. I don't want to have to go back and edit out the word Horcrux and replace it with a shot of added in beep or um, just shorten it to whore. I'm sh- wow. <laughs> oh, God. 
He's got all these these whores and all these different places all over the place. Isn't that what subtitles are for? I mean, I just mean, beep it out and put a subtitle in. I mean, that basically was the plot of Harry Potter. I remember. I will consult. Although I did see it at the Dollar Theater, so I mean, I might have might have been a Chinese bootleg copy. I mean, look, we didn't say he didn't have a nose. Oh wait, it would have been way better to say Cruxes. Oops. Oh well. <laughs> Think about the publicity you would get if she did sue you. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, we'd be special. But then how would we how would we turn it into anything if we lost our medium? But look, Eminem said no publicity is bad publicity. Is that who said that? Eminem. Yes. Okay. All press is, is good. So you'd have so much publicity, you'd just start a new medium. Merlin. Clothing lines. <laughs> yes. Add to your inventory. One potion of healing. Mm. Because you have finished your... One potion of healing. You have finished your potion of healing that you are working on. You can also add to your inventory your potion of giant strength. Is that what it was? Growth. Potion of growth. Growth? Yep. Potion of growth. That is completed in, in your inventory. Do you want to describe what you put into your potion of healing? That you made from scratch. Yes, I would. Alcohol, a lot of alcohol. <laughs> oh, that's good. A little mercurochrome and uh, neosporin. And you stir it up <laughs> thick. Booze and neosporin. I love it. A uh, <laughs> works. A salve of the woods. Cure for anything. Take a small amount to see how you react. And buy your own potion of healing below. <laughs> <laughs> the D&T Tonight podcast does not support drinking Neosporin. <laughs> <laughs> or do we? All right. Let's see. What else were we looking for? Let's pick up with Ghost Slinger and Asharis, who are on the hunt for a samurai sword. Would you like to have invited along a Brandon? Yes. <laughs> Brandon Branderson will accompany us sure. on our travels to find a sword. Then let us start with you at the tavern where you stayed the night before. And Brandon Branderson is there as well. And you are inviting him to go hunt for a sword out at the market uh, just outside of Aberdeen. I feel like we're going to have to convince him. Because <laughs> he's always like... He's always busy. <laughs> yeah. Brandon is almost done uh, making his character, but I think he's, I think it's good enough. Okay, Brandon, we are about to venture out to look for a samurai sword, and actually I am looking for some stronger armor. Are there any beauty products which you may need? Yes, of course I will accompany you. That sounds wonderful. And then Brandon kind of like uses his arms and kind of like hustles you guys out the door. Following oh, like he says, uh, look, I'm sorry about all that shtick before about not wanting to uh, hang out with y'all and, and, and go doing stuff. Me and the king don't necessarily see eye to eye, I guess is the best way you could put it. I just mm. gonna find it completely overbearing. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to do my own thing, you know, like I feel like I've proven myself uh, many times before. And yet I'm always put on these random 
babysitting. It's just, it's just, it's, just, it's, <laughs> it's frankly insulting. Not, I mean, nothing against y'all personally, but yeah, I just, oh, I can't stand to be in the room with him any longer than I have to be. You know what I mean? Of course. So yeah, what, um, what exactly were you looking for? Ghost Slinger makes a face like she has no idea what you mean. <laughs> no, I'm very offended. <laughs> Ghost Slinger makes a face like she is offended and glances sideways at Asharis. <laughs> he looks rather shocked and then under his voice is like, I, I specifically asked you not to be offended. <laughs> I said no offense. That's how that works, right? If you say that, you can pretty much say whatever you want. No. Oh. I thought it's when you say, just kidding. <laughs> I haven't gotten out, but I haven't been around the common folk that much. <laughs> so you guys go with Brandon out towards the the gates of Aberdeen, which are still open and people are still pouring out of town. It's much the same scene that you saw uh, just a couple of days before. So where do you head? So wait. Brandon, why are you still here? Everyone's leaving. Oh, I'm sorry. I was reading how sanctuary works. What? <laughs> Every, everyone is leaving. So why are you still here? Wait, who's everyone? Okay, Brandon, for your background information, a lot of elderly and younger dwarves are leaving Aberdeen uh, because of all of the evil things that have crawled up out of the Underdark into their mines and have shut down the Aberdeen mine, gem mines. Let's blame Zabuza. Well, you see, I don't know how to best put this. Oh, smashing evil things is kind of my forte. We've brought the right person along for this job. (laughs) Sure, whatever you think. Plus, I mean, regardless of what I may think of it or its uh, current bureaucracy, I mean, this is my home. I mean, this is all of our home. I'm not fixing to leave it anytime soon just because we got a few nasties trying to move in. He's going to fight till the doom. And I'm going to fight until I'm almost dead and then I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's, exactly that's the spirit. <laughs> this is the name of the mission. <laughs> I'm going to fight for a while until I get tired and then I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> then you take off. <laughs> then I'm just going to be like, okay, bye. I'm going to go take a nap now. See you later. I can totally picture that. Like you and some big war. Like, all right, other side, t- 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Break time. It's time for tea. <laughs> tea time. All right, y'all have stalled long enough. I found my way back to the market page. So, where are you heading as you exit Aberdeen? Merlin is not with you because Merlin is putting the finishing potion touches on his potions that he's been working on. Is he also getting his amulet, or is that happening later? They're still working on that. It's an orb. His, oh, his his magical orb. His orb is being worked on by dwarven artisans who are master gem craftsmen. So we can go into that a little bit after this as well. But you guys go past the guy at the front door who was guarding the front door before. He seems a little bit fatter from the large meal that Merlin provided him as mm. uh, as means of thanks, or thanks for like not it. killing me, you, sorry. maybe. <laughs> Way of saying he's sorry. For not killing me! And he nods his head at you as you guys go by, now that he is aware that you are all magical silver dragon people. We are... Because you have no group name. So we'll just... 
You have no. We're the cherries. You're the no. The chosen of silver or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what the dwarves are going to call you, but if you don't come up with a name eventually, then I'll have them come up with one for you. Can we be the Jerry's? It's a terrible name. It may just be Troublemakers. <laughs> yes, the Troublemakers. Silver Force. So where do you guys head? Uh, I will remind you that there is a cooking stand. There's the potions and magical components stand. There's a clothes and rope stall there's people selling parts of carriages, spare wheels, wood. Yeah, we need weapons, but we also need armor for you. We need weapons and armor stand. Let's see. There is a, let's go with the adventurers stand. There is a group that is looking to hire themselves out as, what's the word I used before? Like journeymen that guard the caravans as they're leaving? Bodyguards. Yeah, kind of bodyguards. Mercenaries, if you will. They seem to be equipped with a wide variety of weapons from all over the place, as adventurers tend to be. They have the widest selection of sharp, pointy things to choose from. Sharp, pointy things? Oh my god! Hey, Derek, uh, how much money does Brandon Branson have? That's a good question. Let me roll some dice and find out. Rolling some dice for Brandon Branderson's coinage. Is it 2,000 gold? Uh, 2,000? Uh, no. 2,000 gold? It is... Put some extra zeros in there. 62 gold. Oh, well, that I'm way off of my target. <laughs> okay. Uh, um... You are not Were you rich. spending money on stuff? Is that what you're doing? I was just... Uh, yeah. I, I bought, like... Way too much. <laughs> like, oh no! Like if you're counting, like, I'm. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't actually. I was eyeballing this here plate mail for a hefty sum of money. Yeah, uh, you you don't have plate mail because nobody in the party has plate mail. Although, goes uh, Asharis, what what armor are you wearing? Leather armor. Oh, I offered you broken plate mail. I think is what it was at one point. What broken? When you plate were in mail? white, I offered you broken plate mail. It had a big crack in it. Why would you wear that? Could I have fixed it? Potentially. I mean, you chose whatever the thing was you chose from uh, white instead. (laughs) Plate mail is worth 1500 gold. So uh, I didn't see that happening. Hmm. So you, you can have up to what's step below plate mail splint. Yeah. You can have that. Right. I don't have 200 gold. (laughs) We are poor. Yes, but you are wearing armor. And stuff. He's he's basically uh, leveling up his character to where you guys are at, but not actually having gone on the adventure. So I'm just basically making some guesses of where he'd have been if he was along for the ride. Ghost Slinger, you walk up to this stall full of adventurers. There is a half-elf, much like yourself, who looks like she potentially could be from your homeland in the Far East. She is carrying a pair of katana. Bum, bum, bum. What do you tell her? Speechless. <laughs> Just silence. What do you do? I'm not just gonna be like, hey, you got any katanas? Why not? Because that's weird. Well, this is not a time to spit on it. Then I'll spit on it. <laughs> so do something. Okay, okay. I'm gonna do what I said I wouldn't do. Uh, well, you Sort of robot. But Derek, I'm curious. When you say she appears to be from the Far East, what do you exactly mean by that? 
I mean, she is wearing <laughs> armor and clothing that is familiar to Ghost Slinger from her homeland in the Far East. Okay, so not in like a racist way. <laughs> Our family-friendly podcast can deal with racism if that's the route you want to go down. Just wanted to make sure. Okay, I just wanted Tis to know who I was playing with. not family-friendly anymore. Uh, I think I got I don't it. know why she keeps pointing the camera at me. She also has a uh, very magical-looking kukri. We watched those made on Forged and Fire. It's a very elven dagger. Kukri. That's the thing that they chop down sugarcane with, isn't it? That kind of. Yeah, it's a kind of a curved, a curved dagger with like a large bit at the end. It's like a hacking machete. All right. Well, I'm gonna go up there and ask him if they've got any. Uh, what are we looking for? Samurai swords, katanas. Oh, that's what they're called, Mom. Pardon me, uh, young lady. She's a young lady, Derek. Yeah, she's she's about the same age as you guys. Maybe maybe a little maybe a little younger than Ghostslinger. Because remember, Ghostslinger is actually like twenty or something. I'm not sure. Uh, Hi. Been a wazakai. Well, maybe then it's pardon me. Do you have any katana? I. Should I even try to do a girl? (laughs) (laughs) It's always an old lady. It's always an old lady. I'm a pretty lady. (laughs) Well, well, yes, I do. I do have a katana. It's right here on my back. I have another one. (laughs) You're going to make me not only do a girl, but do an Asian girl? Really going to get into the racism now. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That was incredibly offensive. I'm trying. <laughs> Stop offending people. Yeah. Okay, what did she say? Yes, she has a katana. She's, she <laughs> does have two katana. I'm more than capable of protecting any adventuring band. Oh, we are looking for a katana for sale. Well, I do have two if the price is right. I don't trust her. She sounds evil. Well, what's the <laughs> price? Like, wait a minute, is she selling her own swords, or she has two spare? No, she's selling her own swords. She's got two two katana across her back, but she might be willing to trade or barter. Like, it depends on what your plan is. All right. It's up to you, small salesperson. Well, then, what is thy price? Well, I don't know. I don't want to be without a sword. Are you, are you thinking about trading something? I kind of sound like Mickey Mouse. So, I have teacups. Um, fedoras, shurikens. I think weapons are. Uh, I have gems and stuff. I got, I got, I got got pies. I got some playing cards. Whoa, pies. I have a single pie. I have, uh, got daggers, got short swords, got. (laughs) This is horrible. Uh, I don't know what else I have. What did, what did she, how much did she say it was going to cost? She didn't. She said, what, what's the plan? Like, are we trading or are you just going to buy it or what's, what's up? Well, I think she should tell us how much. And then Ghost Slinger started naming off everything she owns. <laughs> so I'm going to really quickly look and see how we're going to interpret Katana. OCD and is very, very into lists and record keeping. I, I apologize for her. How much do you want for uh, said sword? Well, I think it would be uh, a fair to trade potentially for one of those short swords because I, I do need uh, two uh, weapons in order to be at my best. Now I'm a southern lady. Well, then. 
then take it. Because I don't want it. Oh, well. Wait, you have, you have a short sword or two short swords? Oh, you're going to trade the short swords for the katanas? I'm going to trade for a, a katana. For a katana. Gosh, I got to find the, the thing. All right. Is, is it the same hitting ability? Sorry, damage, I suppose. That's what I was looking at is how I'm going to interpret a short sword. Yeah, let's go ahead and let's say that a short sword, or no, sorry, the katana, let's interpret it as a rapier, which means you can't use it in your offhand. You can only use it in your main hand, but it will let you still use dex and strength to use it, and it's 1d8 piercing damage. Say that again. Well, I don't need to bother to say it again until they can hear me. I can hear you. What was the last thing you it's heard? Rapier, it can't be in your offhand. Yes, can't be in your offhand, but it is still a finesse weapon, so you can use strength or dexterity to wield it, and it does 1d8 piercing damage. Lit. Hmm. All right, that's pretty good. So you would be Katana in the one hand, and then... Yeah, Katana in her main hand, short sword in her offhand, or dagger. Or she could have... What are the throwing stars? Shuriken. In her offhand as well. Sound good? Yes. Well, that's that's very generous of you to uh, to give me a, a short sword like that. It makes me feel obligated to return the kindness. How about uh, just just five gold, and I'll 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 go ahead and give you one of my katana. What a face! <laughs> five five whole gold. That's like what you paid to stay in an inn the first night somewhere. <laughs> I'm pretty sure She's, you have a lot of Does gold. Does Ghost Slinger's nose actually wrinkle up at that? <laughs> yes. Jesus. I want to make, make a charisma check. Roll me a d20. I, I, I kind of like strut over a little bit and like kind of toss my hair, my glorious red. Curly. Good looks. <laughs> uh, and I say, how about four gold for somebody as handsome as me? Oh, wait. Uh, oh, that's a seven. <laughs> why sure if you want to pay me four gold in order for her to only have to give me one gold that's absolutely fine <laughs> going for it all man it's not working ghost liquor do you want it or not <laughs> you guys i apologize my it normally doesn't work like that <laughs> normally it's like in slow motion i mean if not even the handsome brandon branderson can get it cheaper <laughs> Oh, wait, they're gone again. Dead. What? I'm here. No, you, but they're, no, not. They keep... they're not. They're oh, not. It's, no. it's... Uh... Oh, they're back now. Are we? Are we back? Brandon Branderson, the handsome, handsomest dwarf, failed his charisma check to lower the price. So, so you... Ghostslinger, the ball is in your court to decide. You did say that you have a gem. Do you know what the value of, uh, value of your gem is? 10 GP. It's gold, babe. <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to use the proper thing. All right. She's going to give the five gold. Yeah, without the gem. Are you? Without the gem. So you pull out five gold begrudgingly from your secret hidden compartment of gold that you stole from somewhere. <laughs> exactly. From, from places no one will you know. You have collected it. What do you? What? How do you hand it across? Is it just like you just plop it in her hand? She holds her hand out. You're going full robot. <laughs> Robots are. What are you doing in there, witch? 
<laughs> is he being mean to grandma? <laughs> yeah, grandma. <laughs> I think I think uh, grandma is. I think grandma is uh, is stirring up a cauldron in the kitchen. I don't know. She's <laughs> making some of that awesome coffee. No, oh, there she is. It seems like she's she's always rattling around in the kitchen. <laughs> the half elf adventurer that you have met holds out the hilt of her katana towards you, and her other hand is open to accept whatever you put in it. I dramatically place five gold in her hand, like, eh. <laughs> well, thank you very much, young lady. It's a pleasure uh, trading with you today. That's three us that I've heard. Shush. <laughs> and she hands, she hands the katana to you like a katana, I guess. How do you take it? Do you just grab it and storm off? No, that would be rude. What do you do? And just take it. Percy. You take the katana. And then it chillaxes, you know? <laughs> Stop. You have acquired one katana. Why do we need this? Nobody knows. So did you write down katana, 1d8 piercing? Yeah, did you write that down? No, because I don't have anything to write with. You're holding a pen. This is a <laughs> sharpie. Sheesh. Fair point. Maybe not write on your character sheet with a sharpie. Okay, so how do you spell katana with a K? Yes. K-A-tana. Who's Tana? I think it's spelled like it sounds. Okay, 1d8 piercing. Yes. All right. Any attack bonus? Her regular attack bonus. Five. I have an attack bonus? Yeah, five. You're not only stealthy, but you have an attack bonus. Yep. Wet See? Merlin is currently advertising vis <laughs> the wet erase marker. That, that's nice. That's great. Brought to you Laminated character sheets and wet erase markers. Well, I know we're close to level six, so I'm waiting to laminate mine. They are really nice. Brought to you by Cyberlife. Asharis, you said you wanted to get some heavy armor. Yeah, but I don't think I have enough money for heavy armor. Heavier. And you probably don't have enough money for heavy armor. And did you ask the dwarves for any heavy armor? Or did you forget to ask that that might be a thing you wanted? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't ask for that. <laughs> Jerry, you failed. Not seeing a stall set up of heavy plate armor like knights wear, because you know that's totally the path that you're going down being the tank. Paladin. You remember that Rofane was wearing some fairly heavy armor when you met him in the prison, so you may go talk to him. Oh, he's not moving anymore. Dang it. You can hear us, though. Okay, that's right. So I will go talk to Rofane. I need some, like, me thrill chain mail. I'm thinking, like, full, you know, Hobbit style. Do you think that's but trademarked? you're not a dwarf. You think it's trademarked? Probably. I'm not a Hobbit either. You're neither of these things. I don't know. Uh-oh. Yeah, where did he go? Hello? Oh, there he <laughs> is. Who is that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was. It dropped, but it didn't actually drop the internet. That was weird. It's bizarre. I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's fine. Is it bad? All right, I think I fixed it. I said you were going to go talk to Rofane. 
Profane! You head back towards the gates of Aberdeen with Ghostlinger carrying her shiny new katana. Ghostlinger, do you want to describe the scabbard for your shiny new katana? What color it is? If it's got anything to, like, particular about it? It's orange. <laughs> it's orange? What's the handle, like, covered in? Has it got, like, leather wrapped around the handle? Sure. Does it have frilly pom-poms at the end of the handle like a bicycle? You're disgusting. <laughs> the okay, no, it doesn't have those. So you get back towards... Pink and it looks like a unicorn's horn. What? All I heard was bright pink and looks like a unicorn's horn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all I said. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, wait, our pictures are down. Yeah, I'm not putting mine back up because we keep breaking. You think that's what's going on? No, but if we have no upload, having more to upload is probably not the greatest idea. Mm, All right. So you head back towards the gate, and at the gate, you find a Rofane. He is talking to some of the guards at the door. But we're going to have to cut there and go see what Merlin is up to, because we have split the party again. Uh Uh-oh. I like it. So Merlin, I see you sitting there bored for the last little while. Uh, what have you been up to this morning? You woke up and went straight to work on finishing your potions while your friends went off shopping. Yes, and I also took a stroll, since I'm allowed to be out of jail walking around, and I went to check out the exit to the city. Which is conveniently where your friends are right now. (laughs) Well, I didn't go outside, I just walked to the tunnel to get outside to see... So did you walk across the bridge towards the big doors that exit the cliffs? Yes. Okay. So you are within sight of seeing your friends as they are walking back towards Aberdeen, and you see them talking with Rofane. What do you say? They're going to make a deal for the armor? Potentially. Uh, what, how, do you go, how do you approach them? What do you, what do, you do? Hey, uh, guys, what's been going on? You've been out shopping again or stealing stuff? <laughs> Both. He's talking to you. <laughs> Both of I feel I feel like Go, uh, Ashara said that and specifically pointed at Ghostslinger. He's talking to you. He's talking to you. I see, I see Cousin Both It is with us. <laughs> Cousin It is with us and uh, she's got that new sword. That's pretty cool. Yes. How could we, we get both swords? You should have got both swords. That's rude. You can't hold the other one in the offhand. Yeah. So I don't think she can have two. I don't think that would be a good idea either. Right? It occurs to you that it doesn't make much sense for the half-elf that had two of these to have two of these. Well, maybe she's just a collector. She needed a spare in case the first one broke. (laughs) Yeah. Every time I've seen somebody with katanas, they always have them on an X on their back. Yes. one in one hand, one in the other hand. I don't know why you only got one. I think I think those are technically like those are those are technically short swords. Well, there's different. Of, I don't know much about Japanese. I, I think Genji has two swords, don't you? I, no, I don't. I'm pretty sure that we should continue on with our conversation with uh, <laughs> Rofane. Asharis, what do you? What are you talking with Rofane about? How do you approach him? Rofane, I am looking for better armor than this leather armor. Before we begin on our that quest, rhymed. Before we begin on our quest <laughs> to save this grand city, 
Oh, well, I think it's a, it's a good thing that I ran into you out here then, because I've been looking for you all morning, wondering what uh, you and you and your crew's been up to. I think that we've got everything ready to open the the gates that go down into the mines. We, I'm, I'm just up here grabbing a couple extra guards in order to make sure that uh, none of the critters on the other side of the gate get into the city while we're letting you through. But, I mean, if you need some armor before you go, I might be able to help out with that. I, I used to be a pretty good smith back in the days. Is there anything you can't do, Rovin? Well, I, I, I don't know about that. I mean, uh, I, I haven't got a wife yet, so so maybe maybe that's yet to to uh, to pan out for me. <laughs> trying to say I'm not very good with the ladies. Got it. Well, as ugly as you are, I could understand that. Well, whoa, my God. Whoa, whoa. Ashara slaps her mouth over Merlin, or her hand over Merlin's mouth. Jeez. I've been in trouble ever since I got to this city. <laughs> Maybe you just don't talk here, Merlin. <laughs> yeah, keep it. Good idea. You, you don't seem to have a very high charisma stat around dwarves. <laughs> but he must have something uh, against them. Doesn't he? he doesn't oh, yeah. like dwarves. He has problems. They can't fight their own battles. We're we're here to save your ass. So. Oh my god! Hey, hey, family friendly, sir. Yeah, that one's getting edited out. The profanity. Your butt. Oh well, you don't happen to have any uh, any raw materials. I know this one here showed up with a uh, a magical orb from uh, from your adventure over uh, near Scale Ridge in the the uh, the Kazakhs ruins. Did you uh, happen to come up with anything there or have an old set of, of armor that needs repaired? It's kind of hard to make anything with no raw materials. <laughs> yeah, well, how, I'm going to slap all of my uh, compadres on, on this one here. <laughs> all I have is ball bearings, manacles, and um, mithril. Dang it! Oh, all you have, all you have is mithril, huh? Well, sheesh! Oh, I think I could probably put something together out of that. Laugh again, <laughs> That's a long trip to bring bring some mithril down here, man. It's been a long time since I've got to work with this. I mean, we mine gems here, so there's not much in the way of ore that comes through Aberdeen. Oh my goodness! I think they've gone again. I think my face is gone again. But Mithril will be making good armor, see? <laughs> yeah. I don't recall the the broken armor. I mean, I don't. Let's be honest. It, it was in white. Hello? Hello? Am I back? You yes, you're back. Cool. I'm trying to decide how I want to interpret that Mithril. Because Mithril's pretty, pretty awesome. There's some special Mithril things that you can get. Yep. But let's let's get back into it. Well, uh, how long have you uh, have you got to wait? I mean, I've got the got the guys all ready to open up the gates and get you guys on your way. I know you've already had to wait a couple days. I mean, and and the the longer we wait, the yes, I, I will pick up my armor when I come back. The more uh, the more things manage to to creep through to the surface. It's true. But the longer we wait, the more evil there is. I heard things have only gotten worse with the hippogriffs up on top of the cliffs. I see a picture of a dog, Mom. Oh, yeah, we didn't get to the hippogriffs. I need to go get a haircut. Oh, that's not a dog. It looks like a dog. Uh, it's a D&D &D wizard. 
Needs a haircut. I gotta make a note here. So how long did would it take for, to make the armor? Oh, it's been a while since I've had a chance to work. Like I said, I'll have to fire up the uh, the old forge. Forge of fire. Uh, I figure I could probably put it together in a few days. Something. At least a breastplate. There should be enough here for a breastplate. So, I should just get some on the way back? Oh, yeah. Assuming you come back from down in the depths. Yeah, I definitely have it done by then. <laughs> You're assuming we're gonna come back? Well, assuming you don't die, it's pretty important to the, uh, the transaction, you see. That's true. Alright, well... Then that is what if I shall he's do. gonna show a picture of something, I'm gonna show a picture. Stop of something. getting distracted. You Why it's working? We need to be working. Me. Okay. Then I guess we'll go down, and I will get the armor when and if I make it back alive. When and if I make it back alive. All right, guys. You heard him. Head over towards the gates that go down into the mines, and we'll get. Uh, we'll head over that way shortly. Headed out on your walk. Did you go and talk to the dwarven gem crafter who is making your multifaceted orb? I'm making the. He's talking to you, Merlin. Why are yes. you making the And were you mean to them? Yeah. No. Let's find out. Like you are to everyone else. Before you got to your friends. You went to go visit the Dwarven Gem Crafters in their gem-cutting workshop. In their natural habitat. As you go in, you hear lots of little hammers, and you hear spinning of grinding wheels and stuff like that. There's light refracted all around this room in different colors, like rainbows. And they don't act like rainbows, though. Like, they're round sometimes across the walls and all sorts of different shapes. Because that works. As these stones get cut down. And occasionally, when one of these stones gets shaped, you see, like, I don't want to say a spark. Spark's not really it. But kind of like the spark of magic. You see the a magical energy kind of infuse into the stone or shoot out of the stone as different things happen in this workshop. There is several dwarves in this room, one of which you've met before when you dropped off your orb to have it worked on. My gem has magical powers. At least it looks that way. They copied the stone. That- As you come in to the, the, the workshop, I generate a name. You <laughs> generate uh, Jerry. Not Jerry. Dang it. Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeremy. Jesse. James. Connor. <laughs> Hank. <laughs> Baldo, a a man named Baldo, who ironically is bald, or I guess maybe unironically is bald. Baldo, Baldo, (laughs) yeah, that's not ironic, Captain Obvious. But to make up for his bald head, he has a incredibly full beard, very full beard, even for a dwarf. Very full. And Baldo comes up to you and says, "Ah, yes, Merlin." Come to check up on our progress, have you? Yes, I would love to find out how many facets are going to be on this gym. Well, how many facets does the recipe say? Let's let's check. Let's consult the book you brought us. Please do that. And he goes over to the workbench, 
where they are uh, they're working on the preparation stages for your stone they're being very careful to make sure that they have everything down they're gathering equipment and stuff so that they don't do anything wrong because they only have one sample of this gem and he flips open the big book and goes a couple pages along looking into the recipe how many facets would you like it to have merlin hello i think he's counting um, i'm counting oh, okay i keep dropping you see so i have to check <laughs> man oh, you're just 22 22 facets 22 with being crazy are they all evenly sized Mom. not exactly oh <laughs> well, it says here in the recipe, see, right here in this bit, I don't know if you can read Dwarven or not, but it says right here in this bit that uh, it's going to have 11 facets that are slightly larger and 11 facets that are slightly smaller. Okay, then. That's perfect. <laughs> it should not only be beautiful, but uh, capable of harnessing mystical energies. Be very useful for a, uh, a magic man such as yourself. Yes, and before you started your uh, reading from the book, this is what I had in my notes. Hmm. And you'll find 22 is the number. You see? Me reading my notes or him reading his notes? This was, in, this was in my notes for you. Oh, okay, okay. You read it from your notes, and that's what I have on 22 facets. 11 and 11, because it's round, so there's... You got one on eleven on one side, gonna have eleven on the other. So you're doing a good job. Well, thank you. We're being very careful to make sure that we don't have any mishaps with it. It's a very potent magic object when we're finished, so we have to ensure that we don't have anything go wrong in the creation process, since we do only have this one one gem that you've brought us. Yes, and could you please save me all the little filings and chips that fall off that you can't? Oh, yes, we'll be very careful to, to try and, and isolate it from the rest of the work that's going on in the workshop when we do start at the actual cutting part. Put them in a small bag, maybe a leather bag, a pouch. Can do, no problem. Did you ask how much, you. Longer, how much longer it will be? Well, we're leaving, so it doesn't matter. Oh, so it doesn't, it doesn't matter? Well, we're, we're going down into the uh, depths of hell, so... But, but we're going down there without it? Well, it's not going to be finished yet. Does that seem like a good idea? Yes. <laughs> it's dangerous, I would say. And that I think seems we should like go outside and go up to, the, uh, up to the hill and, and see what's going on with those... Um, hippogriffs? Hippogriffs that are living on the hill. But we said that we were going to go in. I know we, we said that. You said it's dangerous, and I'm thinking it's very dangerous. So since I have no armor... Let's go anyways. Oh, my goodness. Will you help I us think, this time instead I of think hiding? Awesome <laughs> yes, I would help. I no. normally do help. Let's go back to the group now in the present instead of Merlin in the past. And now the group in the present is headed towards the gates that lead into the mines with Rofane. And there are dwarves as you approach this gate. It's to the... So the city is laid out as you go from the gate at the entrance to Aberdeen towards the very, very back is the grand hall that the meeting was held in where Merlin was on trial and to the left and down uh, into a different cavity cut out of the cliff face. There is this big gate, but it doesn't open like doors. It looks more like it lifts up and all around it is dwarven siege equipment you see 
bolt throwers, you see crossbowmen lined up. There is essentially a small army pointed at this gate. There are dwarves on top of it that are holding big axes. There is a lot of attention focused on this gate that you're headed towards. Wow, no. It looks like opening this door is going to be interesting. A big deal. A battle. A battle is going to ensue. Great, they're going to open the door and we're going to have to fight right there. So, as you see all this, what is your reaction? We're going to die. Yep, that's what I'm thinking. Well, I wouldn't say... This is going to be great. I wouldn't say (laughs) you all's going to die. I mean, you are the chosen of the dragon, after all. I mean, he had to pick you for some reason, right? I do not share his confidence. Oh, well, I'm not saying... <laughs> We're going to go down with a fight, I'm sure. Not to mention, I mean, you've got you've got our good man here, Brandon. He take good care of you. Make sure you get back in one piece. Yeah, well, it's what I do. Well, I'm a healer of sorts. I still think we can <laughs> pie, though. I love it. Did he say he wants pie? Uh, we dropped. Is that what he said? Did he? I don't know. Did you say you want pie? Where is my pie? There we go. We're back. What about pie? Uh, I said I'm pie? a healer of sorts, but I still think we're going to die. Oh, he's get- we're going to die. Not he wants pie. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on, Brandon. You keep your spirits up. I mean, come on. Nobody that's gone down there recently has come back dead. Because they're no, dead. The dead they come back. Come back. Oh, well, yeah, that that yes, yeah, that's that's it. They, they, hasn't anybody come back? But that doesn't mean they're dead. Uh, they're dead. <laughs> Let's what? just go. Let's go down. All right, charge! <laughs> so you guys were talking. Is that your battle cry? No. You guys were talking about potentially going a different path and then looping back and picking up your stuff that is being worked on for you instead of immediately diving down into the depths. I mean, is it going to change anything? I'm cool with either direction because I do happen to have both of these planned out since Merlin threw such a big curveball when you got here. So Let's ride the wrench. Totally up to you guys which way you want to go. You can proceed through this door or you can go see what was going on with the Griffins or you could keep exploring the city. There's all sorts of stuff you could do. Is it? Dark? But you are here, and there are a lot of dwarves all looking at you as you come uh, walking we up. We should go in because I don't want to be a disappointment. I feel about the same way. They're, uh, I mean, they're already yeah. you don't to go, right? You, you don't want them to think we're not brave. So let's open we're the sissies. door. <laughs> all right. Well. Okay, just... wait, wait, wait. Yes. I'm going to take out both of my swords right now. <laughs> I'm going to do the Merlin. same thing. I think you should cast your protecting spell right now. I've got I've got them cast here. I'm casting them right now. All right, mark off your level one spell slot for mage armor. I will also cast a thing, but before I do, I want you to tell me a little bit more about what we're walking into because I, I promise I've been listening. How about, Brandon, you ask that question. The guy you're talking to is Rofane. Yeah, but Brandon would know. Would he? I think so. I mean, he lives here. But he doesn't know why necessarily there's an entire battalion of people lined up at this door. Rofane, what kind of monsters are we about to face? Well, you see, uh, we don't really know. 
the door was closed, because uh, we're trying to keep him out, occasionally uh, some kind of vampire bats come flying up through and manage to get out here into the city. We have to deal with those. Uh, we've had a few skeletons we found uh, running around uh, outside. They, there's several ways things can crawl up out of the out of the Underdark. Uh, we, we just try and keep an eye on most of the passages so that uh, it doesn't get too overwhelming for the people in town while we're trying to figure out a way to deal with it. That was until you got here. So uh, we kind of expect that there might be things on the other side of the gate, but there hasn't been any action out there for a couple weeks now. So it might not be anything, but we wanted to be careful because, I mean, the if it's the Duragar... They could, you know, have an ambush planned for us, or if it's if it's drow, drow could be, you know, if if things are really stirring up down there, like like you all said, because of some crazy magical hoopajoop, then uh, well, the drow could be displaced and be trying to get up here and get out. So we we we're keeping an eye on it, just trying to be on the safe side, but not really sure. Where I found the book, there was a battle, and everybody died. Oh well, yeah, there was a there was an ice dragon, right? <laughs> well, I I have no evidence of that. It was an ice dragon. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's what uh, our legends, our law says, is that it was a uh, it was an ice dragon that came in and, and wiped out the dwarves of uh, House Kazark. So, if there's another ice dragon, how do we handle that? I'm pretty sure if you run into an ice dragon, you just run for your life. <laughs> Yeah, I'd prefer to not die. I, I mean, it, it really depends on the size of it. I mean, if it's a little one, maybe, maybe you wouldn't die if you tried to fight it. But when it comes to dragons, yeah, you just run. Can I levitate what if it, it was like a super tiny oh dragon? Levitate the dragon? Oh my god, it, it's just gonna like I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, folks. I can heal up a, uh, a maybe an arrow wound. Or like, a <laughs> or or maybe if you get whacked too many times in the head with a hammer, I'll be able to fix you right up. But uh, I'm <laughs> I can't do nothing to get dragon bite. <laughs> Why are we even talking about dragon? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if, if an ice dragon bit you, it, it wouldn't so much as bite you as just swallow you whole. Mm. Oh god! Unless it was tiny. Well, yeah, if it was dying, it might not. So how big is that? Well, are all agreed we're going to go do something else then? No. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're charging in, according to uh, Ghostlinger here. Ghost because Slinger. I'm the leader. Ghostlinger, how big is that sword you just bought? Sword. Speaking of Ghostlinger, I heard Ashara say she's got her stuff out and she's getting prepped and ready to go. What are you doing? The same thing. She said she took her swords out also. Okay, so katana in one hand, short sword in the other? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got my walking stick. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and open up the door then. As the door is opening, I want to cast a spell too. Okay. <laughs> what, what spell do you want to cast? Also, okay, yeah. Go ahead. Aid. Uh, I give everybody five uh, hit points. Five temporary? Yep. Well, this says their max hit points are increased by five and they gain five. Oh, then it's not even temporary hit points. It's real hit points. So, everyone, you know that little box where it says conditions and boons just above your health? Yes. Right, plus five HP in there. In both boxes? No, the, just the, the boon. 
You've been gifted a boon from your new friend. And, new friend, Brandon, what does it look like as you cast this spell, which is different than magic they have ever seen before? Uh, I walk up to each one of them and I draw like a, a rune in the air and the symbol of my god. Uh, and it kind of glows a little bit. Uh, like it leaves like a trail, like you know how like a sparkler does, like with my finger of blue light. And then it kind of dissipates and you feel really warm for a few seconds. Wow. Ninja hands. <laughs> I don't think those were ninja hands. <laughs> Totally ninja hands. That are you fused? I wasn't. I'm not a hundred. <laughs> you guys are all gifted this boon from Brandon, and you feel the warmth glow inside you from his magic, and you feel emboldened a little bit, as if you are invincible, mightier than you were before, ready to take on a dragon. And Rofane, no! Rofane motions up to two of the dwarves off to the side of the gate and they start slowly winching this big spinning almost like a ship's wheel that goes around in a circle and starts to lift the gate up ever so slowly inch at a time you hear grinding of stone and metal as it starts to open this door lifting vertically need some wd-40 on that baby (laughs) so what do you do blinky what about blinky Go call Blinky. You should slide under the door and go on a mission and see if it's anything over there. <laughs> we should send in a, <laughs> some bait. No, she could she could stealth stealthier way in there and look around, come back and give us a report while the door's going. I'd rather not. It takes about ten minutes for this door to work its whole way up, and all the dwarves are kind of gripping their weapons, even though nothing's happened yet, and the hallway looks empty on the other side, the the cavern that's been revealed. They're all holding their weapons and kind of antsy. And then after the door stops moving, everybody just kind of turns and looks at you, waiting to see what you're going to do. How long does it take for that door to close? Oh, well, it's hard to open, but it'll close in like, I don't know, two seconds? Don't want to be under it when it does. Well, we better and get going. And that's how one of us died. Now let's get through this door quickly. Good luck on your journeys and safe travels, my friends. I have faith that you'll be back. Nope, we're going to die. I have my nightstick that pro- pro- casts light all over the tunnel inside. Oh, you've cast light on your staff? Yes. Okay. Casting light on your staff and peering into the darkness ahead, you can see the outline of the cavern kind of in front of you. There's the cavern area that is immediately there that you can see that's lit up. And then you see kind of like the darkness in the middle of the cavern gets darker than the dark around the outside of it. Hmm. It's a good thing. But it just kind of disappears into blackness. It's a good thing I brought some water and some beef jerky. Did you bring holy water? I do have holy water. Do you? Are you sure? Not, not much. Yes, I went to see Dufane there, and he took me down to the church and showed me all the town. Are we retconning this, that that's a thing that happened? <laughs> when I asked you what you were doing, now you're saying, oh, well, actually, I went to go get some holy water, too, for funsies. Well, I walked around, you know. All right, I'll say that you have a vial of... Water that has been blessed by a priestess of Mor- uh, Moradin. Yes, Moradin. <laughs> okay, let's go, guys. All right, let's go in. All right. Wait, before we go in, 
Well, I'm going to take my shield and my flail out. Uh, I'm going to cast the bark skin on Blinky. Yay! I didn't remind you, but you remembered on your own. Very important. Very important. You cast bark skin on Blinky. What does it look like as you cast bark skin on Blinky? You're not in combat, so it can look like whatever you want. She does magic symbols with her hands. <laughs> hummy, hummy, huh? And then places. Do you place your hands on the dog? Is it a touch spell? You have to touch them. I don't think so. Yes. Okay, so you do all your magical hand signs, and then you finish off by touching Blinky, and you see the bark skin slowly spread out across the surface of his fur as it's turned into bark, and he gets burly and tough. What's the name of the place up above us? Aberdeen? Aberdeen, that's the one. I forgot about it. All right, I can go on, or we can call it here for the night. How do you guys feel? Oh, great. We're just inside the door, and we're going to walk. <laughs> Wait, we... You're not inside the door. You're you're literally just on this side of the door. The door just opened. You guys are prepped and ready to go. But I can call it here. It's been about an hour and 15 minutes. We haven't gone in? Okay, good. Let's stop here. Okay. I'm on the edge of my seat. What's behind the door? We'll have to find out on D&D tonight, tomorrow. <laughs> what? What? Well, it's D&D tonight, but it won't be tonight. It'll be D&D tomorrow. I thought it was clever. Yes, very. <laughs> I so bad want to do it. Like, it, it's to next week. Every, you guys all better tune in next week. This is going to be some amazing, fun stuff.